Okay, what's been the topic? Pictures of Christ. Sometimes called. Today we're talking about Moses. And what do you know about Moses? Anything? Nothing. Never heard of him. He was meek. He was meek. Yes. What did he do? at a burning bush, right? Goes to the burning bush. God talked to him. God said, I want you to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. They're slaves in Egypt. And they're having a really hard time. So I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. And Pharaoh is going to say, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. So that's where we're going to start. We're going to be in Exodus chapter 12. Before we get here, we got to do nine things. So, <coughs> Moses said, let my people go. Pharaoh said, nope, I don't want to. And so, Moses said, we're going to do uh, some things to change your mind. God and I are going to do some things to change your mind. And they're called plagues. Bad things that happened in Egypt. Right, the first plague is we're going to turn the water to blood. That's the first thing we're going to do. To change all the water in the river to blood. So when you change the water to blood, what happens? You can't drink it, neither can the fish who happen to live in it. So now there's dead fish all over the river. And Pharaoh said, ah, I don't care. We got plenty to eat. We don't have to eat fish. And so and a whole series of things happen. Out of the river comes frogs. Until it says you had frogs in your bed. Everybody had a frog in their bed. The frogs went everywhere. Into the houses, all over, hanging on the walls, in your bed. And so they finally 
died and they threw all the frogs in piles and Pharaoh said no big deal I don't care about a few dead frogs so and we're going to send flies you ever been somewhere where there's a lot of flies I went to a wedding once and there were so many flies if you left your eyes open the they went in your eyes. So I'm sitting at the table with my eyes closed. Everybody said, what are you doing? Said, I don't like flies in my eyes. There's so many flies, they're everywhere. So huge, huge clouds of flies all over. Daryl said, I don't care nothing about flies. I'm not gonna let them go. All right, and then well, let's try this. Lice. Anybody like lice? Anybody want lice? Nobody wants lice, right? Crawling all over. There was lice, it says, on every animal and on every person and everybody in Egypt. They all had lice. That's a pretty creepy. <coughs> yeah, I don't care about it. Pharaoh doesn't care about that. So, we're going to give them something else. Boils. You know what a boil is? Like a big blister. Like a big blister. It's an infection. It's under your skin. It really hurts a lot. And uh, so everybody in Egypt is covered with boils. Now, that's a little more serious. See? Nobody wants to be covered with boils. So Pharaoh, he's kind of going, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll do something different. But then he said, ah, never mind. I changed my mind. We're not going to let you go. Then the cattle all die. So all the cattle in Egypt, and that means cows and sheep, they all die. There's dead animals all over Egypt. Now it's getting serious. Because the fish died in the river, right? Now your cattle are all dead. Now what are you going to eat? Well, you still got crops that you can eat. You can eat the crops. So, God sends along number seven. Locusts. You know what locusts are? They're like grasshoppers. Well, they're much more aggressive and they fly in huge clouds. And lots of times people have said when you get a plague of locusts, they're so thick the sun can't shine through. It's darkness underneath. So the locusts came into Egypt. And they ate every green thing. That's what locusts do. So if it was green, they ate it. So now, what are you going to eat? What's left? There's nothing left. Crops are gone. Anything green is gone. Animals are all dead. River... There's all dead fish. So now they're facing starvation. 
And he goes, I don't care. You're not telling me what to do. I'll do what I want. And so he sends, God sends hail and um, lightning. Has anybody ever seen lightning run on the ground? Usually you see lightning come out of the air, right? There's an electrical charge and you see a bolt of lightning come down. Sometimes when lightning is really going crazy, it comes down and it runs along the ground. That's a pretty major hailstorm. And so anything that was growing after the locusts left, I was getting beat to death by hail. All right. And so the lightning is so frightening that Pharaoh says, okay, 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 I give, I give, I give. I can't handle this. Stop. And he says, okay, we're free to go. And he thinks, nah, I changed my mind. Number nine is darkness. Ninth plague is darkness. So it turns dark. They said it's so dark, you can't see your hand in front of your face. Now most of where you are, if you're in your bedroom and all the lights are off, you can still see, right? You can still see. There's enough light from outside and the moon and whatever so you can still see. Have you ever been in, in a cave? Have you ever been in a cave? If you ever get a chance, you go in a cave. And there's lots of caves around. And going in a cave, when I was down in this big cave in Montana, we got in there and he said, we're going to turn the lights off, nobody move. Well, when they turn the light off, there is no light in the cave. So it's completely dark. And I remember I did this. Nothing. Can't see anything so dark. That's what happened in the houses in Egypt. It got so dark that they couldn't see each other. Couldn't see anything. Alright? So, after that, Pharaoh says, huh, Moses, get out of here. I never want to talk to you again. I see you again, I'll kill you. So Moses said, okay, but we're not done. We got one more plague. And if you say you don't want to see my face again, that's the way it'll be. But there's one more plague coming. All right, so we get to the last plague. And here we are now. This is number 10 in the list. It's in Exodus chapter 12. Okay, let's start reading. Verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto the, con the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb according to 
the hands of their fathers a lamb for a sacrifice. shall take the blood and spread it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that way, roasted by an unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. Ye shall let Nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn the fire. And thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, and your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. <coughs> Okay, there's number 10. Number 10 is Death Angel is going to every house in Egypt. And you're going to kill the firstborn males. That means a horse, cow, and everything that might be left, well, there's not much left. And then all the humans. If you're the oldest male in a family, you're dead. The angel's going to kill all firstborn. That's the last plague. Number 10. Now, the instruction comes to Moses and the children of Israel. You're going to... On that night, when that happens, you're going to kill a lamb. And you're going to take its blood and sprinkle it over the door. And put it up the side of the door, over the top of the doorway, and down the other side. You take the lamb's blood, sprinkle it. over the door and you're going to roast the lamb and you're going to make unleavened bread and you're going to eat bitter herbs you're going to get ready you're going to roast the lamb because that's the fastest way to cook it over an open fire you're going to eat unleavened bread. And what's unleavened bread? It's got no yeast in it. When you put yeast in bread, what do you got to do? You got to let it rise. So you got to let it sit there. It comes up. You poke it. goes down. comes up again. All right? My mother did that for years. So I watched it. 
I got the pulp too. <laughs> but there's no yeast in it. So what does it look like? It's like a cracker, basically. It's a cracker. Looks like a cracker. It's just a flat piece of bread, no yeast. Because you roast the lamb, because you gotta hurry. You haven't got time for the bread to rise, so you make unleavened bread. And you make bitter herbs, which would probably be lettuce. That's probably what they use, and they still to this day use lettuce. So you get lettuce, and you dip it in like a something bitter tasting. And you eat your unleavened bread, and you roast this lamb in your house. You got the blood over the door. And he says, you eat standing up. Eat standing up with your shoes on. Why? Because tonight, that angel's going to start coming around. In every house, there's no blood over the door, which would be the Egyptian houses. The firstborn is going to die. So, you people stay in that house with that blood over the doorway, and you'll be safe from that angel, and when that angel comes to your house, he'll see that and he will pass over you. Okay, so that night, the 10th plague happens, and the angel goes right into Pharaoh's house, kills his oldest son, and everybody all through Egypt loses their firstborn son. Except for these people because they have blood sprinkled over the door and they've eaten the roast lamb, unleavened bread, and bitter herbs. Ready to go. Soon as Pharaoh's son dies, he sends a message. Get out of here. I don't want you here anymore. And so they are able to go out and be free. All right, now, this is a picture of Jesus. In particular, we have this word, Passover, Passover. All right, so all these other plagues weren't enough to scare Pharaoh. He said, ah, I don't care. But that one... That's it. That fixed him. Locust and hail and all the rest of it. He said, I'm not afraid of your God. But now, he's afraid. So, on the first Passover, they go free. Out of slavery. Right. Now, what we first read in our passage, look over to Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Ever since that first Passover. 
the Jews had this meal once a year, and that was their holiday, Passover. It was a special holiday. The only thing they didn't do was this standing up with your shoes on. They didn't do that because they said that was for when we were slaves and we're not slaves anymore so we can sit down and eat like people who aren't slaves. But we will still roast a lamb, make unleavened bread and have bitter herbs. So they've 3,000 years later, 3,000 years later, it's Passover again. Luke 22, verse 1. Okay, so it's Passover. And it's unleavened bread, right? We know that that's a part of the very first one. And so it's called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. This is Jesus now who celebrates Passover. Start at verse 19. Okay, so Jesus is celebrating Passover where they roast a lamb, they have lamb, and they got unleavened bread. And he takes the unleavened bread and he breaks it and he passes it around and then he says, this is my body. Was that what it used to be? No. He's changing it. He breaks the bread. And he said, now this bread is my body. It represents my body, which is going to get broken. And then he took a cup, what they were drinking... And he said, what? This cup is my blood shed for you. What happened when they took the blood of the lamb and put it over the doorpost? Death angel passed over. It was a pass over and death passed over them. Now Jesus said, now you're going to use my blood. This is my blood. And instead of Passover, where they sprinkle it on the door, now you're going to use my blood, and death will pass over you, and you'll be free and forgiven. Free and forgiven. And so he breaks the bread and 
takes the unleavened bread, says, this is my body, and here's my blood, and my body and blood will do the same thing that this blood did here. The death will pass over you, and you won't die. You'll live and be free and live in heaven. So, this is my body, this is my blood. That's where Jesus changed Passover to what do you call it now? Communion. Communion is what we call it now. All right, we call it communion. But it was the same idea that <coughs> there's death. It would kill everybody. Death angel would kill everybody unless... There's some blood. And when he sees the blood, he goes over, skips over us, and lets us live. But the body, the broken body of Christ. And so Passover was meant as a picture of what Jesus was going to do in the future. He was going to set us free because we were slaves. What kind of slaves are we? Slaves to sin. Alright. We're stuck in it. We do it a, a whole lot more than we should. We're slaves to sin. And if we want to be free, Jesus has shed his blood, breaking his body to do it so that the death, which is what we deserve, passes over us. So Jesus has become the Passover land. Alright. Three o'clock in the afternoon on Good Friday the first one they took a lamb and they offered it up. Every day for hundreds of years at three o'clock they offered a lamb up in the temple. And on Good Friday, when Jesus died, they offered a lamb. And for the first time, that lamb was no good. Can you see why? Because at 3 o'clock, what happened? Jesus died on the cross at 3 o'clock. And when Jesus died at 3 o'clock... He was the Passover lamb. And the one that they killed in the temple didn't make any difference after that. He finished Passover. So there's no more Passover for you and I. It's now what? Jesus Christ, body given for us. And so that three o'clock sacrifice was a wasted one. But when Jesus died on the cross, what happened in the temple? Anybody know? The veil. There was a big veil in the temple. That's a curtain. And it was the Holy of Holies. Very special place. Nobody was allowed in there. They had this big curtain. Big, long, heavy one. They said if you took a team of oxen on one side, 
Team Vox on the other side and tried to rip the curtain. They couldn't do it. It's too thick. Very thick and heavy curtain. But at 3 o'clock when Jesus died, the curtain ripped in half from top to bottom. So God reached down and ripped the curtain. It's all a type, a picture of Passover lamb. Now when the curtain is open, you can go into God. The curtain kept you away from God. Jesus died, let you go in to where God is. So you and I have freedom now to go into God. We're not like slaves stuck in a house like these people were with the blood over the door. We're free to go in and meet with God. So Jesus became Passover for you and I. And he made it so that when death comes, you don't have to die. You're going to die someday? Not me. I ain't going to die. My body will quit on me. But I'm not going to die. Same person I am right now will just keep right on living. I leave this world and go to a better place. Why? Because the death angel has no power over me anymore. Because the Passover lamb, Jesus, died in my place. He's made us free. All right, so Moses and his Passover, there's a picture that Jesus would take and say, look, this isn't about Moses and his lamb. This is about me. Ah, it's my body that's broken and my blood. That's when Jesus changed Passover for us to communion. Passover, you were locked in the house. Communion is what? It's another word for communion. If I have communion with somebody, what am I doing? Talking. Conversation. That's communion. We commune. We talk. We have a friendship together. Jesus changed to friendship for you and me. Okay? Got it? Got it? Who's Passover? Who's Passover? Who is Passover? Yeah, Jesus. You got that. All right, good. Thank you.